I'm Ben Perry, and welcome to Mild Spoilers, a solo conversation show about drive-away dolls and honorable mention films of 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mild Spoilers. This is episode number five, and I am your host, Ben Perry. On this episode, we'll be talking about Ethan Cohen's new film called Drive Away Dolls, and we'll discuss my honorable mentions uh, for the best films of 2023. But first, we'll talk about Drive Away Dolls, a new film by Ethan Cohen without his brother Joel, and written by Trisha Cook, who is Ethan Cohen's partner. Now, those that know me know I like the Cohen brothers a lot. Uh, their films have been. Some of my favorite over the course of time, especially No Country for Old Men, one of my favorite films of all time. Um, And when they started to separate and do films on their own, um, I was interested for sure to see what each of them could bring to the table by themselves. And when I saw Macbeth, directed by Joel Cohen, um, I could see the dark side of the brothers. I was wondering what would happen when I saw a film by Ethan. And now we have a chance with the new film called Drive Away Dolls, directed by Ethan without his brother Joel and written by his partner, Trisha Cook. It stars Margaret Qualley. She plays someone named Jamie, who is extremely feisty and extremely fun, who has an accent, which I'm still not sure if I agree with or not. Um, It was definitely a choice and it could have been played just for comedy. And if it was, then I missed that completely, but it kind of took me out of it to begin with. But I still enjoyed her character and the way that she was portrayed by Margaret Qualley. It also stars stars Geraldine Viswanathan, who plays Marion, who is extremely quiet and extremely reserved, but extremely smart and extremely quick when it comes to her wit. Uh, She uses that very strongly throughout the film and... I feel like that she held back a little bit in this role. She could have expanded her, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but she could have been just a little bit more. That's the best way to describe it, just a little bit more. It seemed that there was just too much being held back by Geraldine Vispanathan, and I wish there was a little bit more in that performance. I appreciated the film tremendously. I laughed a lot throughout the course of the movie. And I can see where the Coen brothers get the goofy and weird and quirky side, which is from Ethan for sure. And then that serious dark side comes from Joel. And when the two of them play off together, you've got some pretty magical film. Um, Still not quite sure about Ethan by himself. I need to see more. I feel like the script was a first draft. I don't think this was the the final draft for sure. Um, but you never know. Um, I I want this film to do well because we need more of Ethan's films out there for sure. But I definitely want to see something a little more polished and something that's, uh, I don't know, um, a finished product is the best way I could describe it. We're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back with my honorable mentions for the best films of 2023. So last week on the show, we discussed my favorite films of 2023. 
And the list was interesting for me, for sure. Um, there was a lot of surprises that really took me by surprise when I was making my list. And there are some films that didn't make the cut that I still appreciated um, to the max. Um, we're going to start with Saltburn. Um, a very divisive film. Um, people loved it. People hated it. People were grossed out by it. People were confused by what was happening. I had a good time at the theater. I thought the performances were fantastic. Um, the story was out there. And the story was a little bit of a ripoff. Um, I definitely felt some talented Mr. Ripley vibes going on and not as smart as that film. But I still think this film has something to say, and I think they did a good job at it. There were some really, really cool performances, and I think you should check it out. Um, it's something that um, is not for everyone, but I definitely recommend that for sure. Another film that I really loved this year that didn't make the cut was Priscilla, um, telling the complete opposite end of the spectrum story than Elvis did um, by Baz Luhrmann and acted by Austin Butler. Uh, this film focuses on Priscilla and how she was courted by Elvis and her life with him. And the performances were top-notch. I don't know how this film wasn't nominated for Best Costume Design because the costumes were out of this world. Um, a great story and a great flip side to the bombastic Baz Luhrmann and his take on Elvis this shows a different side, and I think it's important for everyone to see and then read the book that it's based on. And my love of horror continues, and I don't know where this came from. I have always been terrified of horror films. I don't know if I'm older and wiser now, and the jump scares don't get me as much because I can kind of predict when they're coming. But there are also films that don't use them or use them in a smart way, and When Evil Lurks is one of those films. Um, a nasty little film, um, not very long, beautifully done, if you can call a horror film beautiful, um, dark, disturbing, it makes you think, and it kind of puts you into a world that feels lived in, and there's no need to explain what's going on, you kind of just understand, and it's horrifying to understand what's going on in this world for sure. If you like horror in any way, definitely check it out. There are some scenes that might get you, but um, stick through it. The ending is really cool. Now, for me, sci-fi is kind of my genre, um, being a Star Wars fanatic. But there are a lot of films coming out, sci-fi-wise, especially one we'll talk about in a moment. moment but... The Creator is a film I was extremely excited for. Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One in the Star Wars world, was coming to do an original sci-fi film and starring John David Washington. Very small budget, and what they achieved on that small budget visually was stunning. Unreal stuff from Gareth Edwards and his team. To do what they did with their small budget was incredible. The film itself was okay. It wasn't phenomenal. It didn't blow my socks off, but there were parts that were sheer genius. And I think it just needed a sharper edge in the writing department to tell the story in a different way, but telling the same story. I, I didn't hate this film in any way. I wish it was better, 
but I really, really enjoyed it. And I think people should see it if they like sci-fi because it's, uh, it's something new for sure. And a film that is divisive in the Oscar world right now is Barbie. I loved my time at the theater with Barbie. Um, I went to see Barbie first during the Barbenheimer craziness. I went to the theater, which is usually empty on a Sunday, and I got to the bar at the Alamo Draft House in Westminster, Colorado, and it was full of people in costume, of people smiling, laughing, just having a killer time, drinking cocktails that were named after the film, just ready to party. And the vibe was something I hadn't witnessed in a movie theater in a long time. And not only was it Barbie fans too, but the Oppenheimer fans were dressed up in suits and hats and just dressed to the nines. It was a whole thing. But seeing Barbie in that environment with a full theater was awesome. And the film itself was smart. It was extremely beautiful to look at. And it was something that everyone should see and take their children to see and learn the lessons that were taught in that film because they're there. Um, but overall, fantastic film. Did not make my list, but it is an honorable mention for sure. The next film is one that wasn't released in theaters. It was called Inside, starring Willem Dafoe, and he's pretty much the only actor in this film. He is a high-end art thief and goes to do a job and gets locked in this apartment by the owner's security system. And it's his mental downfall that this film is trying to tell, and it is harrowing. If you like Willem Dafoe and you like good acting, check it out. Um, It's phenomenal. Now we get to the corporate films of the year, Blackberry being the first one. Um, Fantastic performances, and you kind of see a theme here. The performances are what really got me in a lot of these honorable mention films. Uh, But the story about the BlackBerry device is extremely well told. Um, It's funny at times. Um, It's very serious at times. And it delves deeply into this kind of world of corporate technology. And they do a really good job of telling the story. The next one would be Air, um, directed by Ben Affleck and starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and many more. Um, Awesome film on Netflix. Um, Nothing more I can say. It's just a a really fun, fun story um, to find out how the Air Jordans were created. So definitely check that one out for sure. We go back to horror for one of my last honorable mentions. We go to Evil Dead Rise. And Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, those are two of my favorite films in the genre because of the campiness, because of the just outlandish style of the films and evil dead rise brings all of that back it feels like a love letter to the original but it also it's its own thing it's gross it's horrifying it's a little bit scary but not too bad it's just bloody and disgusting sit back relax have a good time it's fun and my last honorable mention is Honor Among Thieves, the Dungeons and Dragons film that came out this year starring Chris Pine. Um, Michelle Rodriguez also um, 
this film didn't have any right to be this good. It was fun. It was smart. It was well acted. It was well written. It told a story that didn't feel like inside baseball, like you didn't have to play Dungeons and Dragons to understand what was going on or see the cartoon or play the video game. You just had to sit down, turn your mind off and let the action roll. Um, If anything from the John Wick world, they're making action films more exciting to watch because the action scenes in this movie are stellar. They are... They're one-take kind of action uh, sequences. They're extremely violent, but they're also fun to watch. Um, Just fantastic filmmaking from top to bottom. And I hope, I hope, I hope they make more because if they can be this smart, I feel like they can open up a whole new door for this style of film. And I think we need more of that. So there you have it, my honorable mentions of 2023 after my best of 2023 from last week this week is dune week dune part two is out and if you read anything on my letterboxd you read my review of dune part one and i feel it is a sci-fi masterpiece one of the best sci-fi films to ever have been made denis villeneuve is one of the best directors working now And with the cast that he has assembled for Dune Part 2 and to finish this story of one book of the Dune saga, I am so excited for this film and I can't wait to see it in a couple of days and then I'm going to see it again a couple of days after that. Um, And stay tuned for the review of that film for sure. I want to thank you all for being here for episode number five. Uh, We'll be back next week on Friday with another episode and a couple of movie reviews this time, not just one. And if I ruin anything for you, I make no apologies because this is Mild Spoilers. Spoilers.